Hey everybody, it's Father Edward Looney, the host of How They Love Mary, and I'm honored by how many people listen to this podcast each and every week. I keep making this podcast for you, for the listeners. I'd like to invite you to a very special opportunity to become a part of the How They Love Mary community through Patreon. You can find it at patreon.com slash howtheylovemary. And in exchange, there are two different tiers and there's going to be bonus content, two additional videos each month, and the opportunity to pose a question that I will ask to the guest. I hope that you will help support this podcast, How They Love Mary, through the Patreon With your support, I'll be able to upgrade my equipment. With your support, I'll be able to pay for the monthly web hosting and not out of my own pocket. With your support, I will be able to hire a graphic designer to make images so that this podcast may be better known. Thanks for listening. And now, on with the show for today. Hello, my name is Father Edward Looney, and you are listening to the podcast, How They Love Mary, a podcast that I hope will either be the beginning or the deepening of your Marian devotion. I am so excited to be speaking with someone who is a singer, a songwriter, a recording artist, a pilgrimage leader, someone whose voice you hear every time that you listen to this podcast. It is the voice of Anna Nuzo who sings How They Love Mary, and today she's our guest, speaking with us about her new CD, Pray For Us, Virgin Mother and Queen, Songs of Mary's Apparitions. So welcome to the show, How They Love Mary. Thank you. Well, it's so great. It's so great to have you on because, you know, we talk all the time. You are the opener for this podcast every single week because one day when I wanted to start this podcast, I called you and I said, "Could you put the following words to like a little jingle?" and you did it, and it was great. And can you sing those words for us? Sure, I would love to. How they love Mary. That's great. And one of the things that I hope one day is to write a song, have a full song about ways in which we love Mary. And I'm still trying to figure out what that looks like. If that's a country song type thing, you know what I mean? Like where it's kind of a narrative being told in a song. So it's like, oh, this little boy discovers his rosary and then wears the scapular and goes on a pilgrimage. I don't know. Like, I don't know what that looks like, but it would just be great to have this song that would encapsulate how they love Mary and how people have loved Mary, how the saints have loved Mary throughout the ages, how you and I love the Blessed Mother. I like the idea of like mini stories into a song. I think that'd be great. We'll see how that will transpire. And uh, (laughs) there is, I do have a songwriter friend uh, beside yourself that has done something similar. Um, And so maybe, maybe we can collaborate both of us, all three of us on this little project. We'll, we'll have to figure out the details and how they love Mary listeners. Stay tuned because my dream is to have a song available one of these days. Well, that would be awesome. You know, let's talk a little bit. I'm trying to remember how it is we first met. I think that it was because of a mutual friend, right? Like he wanted to 
connect us. Like our friend Mike Stark is a guy that likes connecting people with people. So he's a guy that says, you're doing really good work and this person's doing really good work. Maybe you two should get together and you can do really good work together. Is that what you think uh, happened? Yes, that's that's exactly what happened. He's such a good connector. And um, he learned that, you know, you were up in Wisconsin. He knows I was in Wisconsin. And he thought it'd be great for the two of us to possibly meet and maybe collaborate if that's what the Holy Spirit willed. And in fact, he was right, because then we did end up collaborating on some things. So it was a blessing. I'm trying to remember to the first occasion on which we met. Like, I wonder where it was. Was it was it one of the Totally Yours conferences or was there some sort of meeting beforehand? Do you remember? We met. Yeah, yeah. No, we met because I think you were coming down from your area to Marytown. So, like, we met at a Starbucks off the eye and that's where we met. And um, I brought you some of my CDs. You brought me some of your books and we sort of shared our stories over a cup of coffee. And uh, it was really cool. I do remember that now. Yep, it was that was the mm-hmm. event. And now we've collaborated on a lot of things. Not only have we been at some of the same conferences together, but uh, one of the songs that we're going to talk about on the CD, Pray For Us, actually uh, is a song based off of a litany that I wrote for the Marian Apparition in Champion, Wisconsin. So we collaborated on that. I wrote a book called A Heart Like Mary's. And you wrote a companion song for that book. And I was speaking at a conference. You were playing music at a conference. And so you were able to intro that. So so there have been many ways in which we've collaborated on little projects for the Blessed Mother throughout the past four or five years of friendship. Yes, she. I, I do believe she's definitely had a hand in that and um, helping uh, my music and enrich sort of your written word and your prayers. And I think for a lot of people, um, sometimes it's the the music that really touches them even more deeply than the prayers and helps that message really settle into their hearts. So everyone's different, right? The way they, the way they pray, the way they, um, their spiritual life is. And I think we try and reach people where they're at in all different ways. And you can find some of our collaborated projects on YouTube. There's uh, the talk that I gave at Marytown. You sang beforehand. That's the litany of Our Lady of Good Help. That's the live version, not the version that's on the CD. There's a version of A Heart Like Mary's that that you played again before a conference Mm -hmm. when I spoke at. And then there's, in collaboration with Shalom World TV, you put together my Litany to Our Lady of Good Help during the pandemic uh, to music to really help people to pray. And really, I've been sending that still to people today because we're still in the middle of the pandemic. Cases are up. We know people now who might be in ICU who have the COVID, who are trying to recover from it. And and it's still something that I send out to people to, to listen and to pray. Yes, absolutely. Um, unfortunately, it, you know, it is still spreading and the power of prayer through the power of prayer and your beautiful litany. I hope, you know, we can definitely curb, curb this spread. 
Now, your CD, new CD, available now, called Pray For Us, Virgin Mother and Queen, is out and available. And what inspired you to put together all of these different Marian songs of the apparitions of Our Lady? So I, it has been in my heart to create a complete Marian CD and uh, for about the past two years. And I've been praying a lot and discerning about what theme, uh, if there were to be one, it should be on. And I was mentioning this to my friend, Susan Tassoni, who I know is a friend of yours as well. And she said, Anna, um, what do you think about doing uh, songs about Marian apparitions. I don't think it's been done before. And uh, my heart just skipped a beat when she said that. And it felt it felt uh, right. It felt inspiring. It felt new and uh, something I'd love to learn more about and sink my teeth into. So then immediately I called my friend Michael O'Neill, who's the Miracle Hunter, and he has a website and, uh, you know, TV shows and um, a, a book on Marian apparitions. And I asked him if he wouldn't mind helping me out with this idea. So he said yes. And that's how this CD came to be. His book that came out last year is called Virgin Mother Queen. And it, um, the scope of the book uh, discusses 11 apparitions around the world. And so that was what I used as a guide on which apparition songs to focus on for the CD because there are hundreds of Marian apparitions. Um, so it worked out really well. It helped me focus. And then I started looking for which apparition sites already had existing songs. So there are some famous ones that we know of our lady of knock for knock Ireland. There's, um, the immaculate Mary, which is the Lord's hymn. There's the hymn to Our Lady of Guadalupe for Mexico. So there are some common ones that I wanted to include in my album. But then I also composed many of the others. So the CD has 14 songs. Um, seven and a half of them I wrote. And uh, the others were existing. And uh, it's such a beautiful combination um, of there's some upbeat some more melancholy and some medium tempo and i hope they'll please people of of all ages and you'll learn about the apparitions as well now i've been very blessed i've been able to listen to some of the songs in advance of its release and i remember going through the list of songs that you sent and i couldn't believe like i hadn't heard of some of them like the ballad of our lady of la salette or there was one i think it was either to Borang or to bono and Borang is one of my favorite marian apparitions like it's hard for me to say which one's my favorite because i love them all but i like to give a list that i love lourdes lourdes is probably number one i love knock because of my irish heritage i love uh, Our Lady in Champion, Wisconsin, where she appeared, that I'm the expert on the apparition. I love Borang. I went to that little shrine in Borang and was deeply touched and deeply moved 
by my experience in that village where Mary appeared in 1932 and 1933. So there's all of these different songs that now you're bringing together, and we're going to become familiar with the stories because I know that a lot of Catholics know the stories of Lourdes and Fatima. Those are the kind of the most popular Marian apparitions. Most people are familiar with the Guadalupe image. They're familiar with the Lourdes water. They know about the miracle of the sun. And now what we're doing, what you're doing, is you are spotlighting these other messages of Mary that she gave that have meaning for our lives. The messages that Mary spoke long ago, and this is what I say in the book, A Lenten Journey with Mother Mary, are not confined just for that time, but she wants to speak those messages to us right now and to begin to live them in our daily lives. And your music is going to have someone look up Our Lady of La Salette. And I have a a previous podcast that we did with uh, a woman named Patricia MacArthur, I think. Um, and so she wrote a book on Our Lady of La Salette, so maybe check that out if you're interested. I did an interview with the Knock Rector, for example. So just all of these apparitions, we can learn more about them, and your music is kind of the stepping stone to do that. Thank you so much. I hope so. I hope it'll be a great tool for people to learn about these very important and beautiful and, of course, miraculous apparitions. Um, and I hadn't heard of many of these myself, Virgin of the Poor of Bonneau, Belgium, um, and for Pontmain, France, Our Lady of Hope. So what I did when I then learned I needed to write songs for these sites that didn't have any, is I turned to the prayers, the traditional prayers that were written years ago for these Marian apparition sites and Our Lady. And I took those prayers and I set them to music. Um, So I tweaked them a little, um, had to cut some down, edit them to make them fit into a song format and whatnot. But they are so moving and beautiful, um, these prayers that I'm so blessed to have discovered them, at least at this point in my life. So I hope... Uh, even children can begin to learn about those beautiful stories and grow in their devotion to our Blessed Mother. And, and you know, in, in all of these apparitions, the messages are very similar. Um, you know, pray, pray more, pray hard. Um, so it's, it's like a mom... Um, nagging her children, right? <laughs> We're always telling our kids, okay, do this, and they, they still didn't do it. Okay, you know, do this, do this, do this, do this again, do this again, and they don't. Um, but we have to ha- give them that steady reminder um, of what, you know, they need to be doing. Out of the Marian apparitions that you did music for, which story of that apparition resonates with you, touches you the most? Oh, there's so many. Um, But to tell you the truth, um, I would have to say Virgin of the Poor because, and I actually ended up making it the first song on my album because the prayer, well, there's two of them. I'm going to have to say two. I can't narrow it down to one. So it's the first two songs and prayers on my CD, Virgin of the Poor from Bonneau, Belgium, and then Hope of the Hopeless, so Our Lady of Hope from 
from Pont Main, France. Yes, which, well, we'll talk about that later, but so excited about our pilgrimage that we'll be doing. Um, those are the two, because Virgin of the Poor, they both sort of, to me, are a slice of life of what's happening now with this pandemic. Um, we can all relate to, you know, losing hope and wanting to find more hope in today with um, the pandemic and, you know, joblessness and things that have been happening due to the the COVID. Um, and Virgin of the Poor is, you know, not necessarily poor of um, financial-wise. It's poor in your soul, poor in your heart. So both of those are, are my favorites. One of the most amazing things about the Pont Main apparition, and again, people probably don't know about Pont Main, this apparition in the 1870s, but it happens on January 17th of 1871. And there's the Franco-Prussian War, and the enemy troops are coming. They're going to be encroaching upon the city of Pont Main. And then Our Lady shows up, and she appears. And she appears outside, above maybe a barn or something. She appears in the sky, and it's only children. Adults come outside because the children say, we see the Blessed Mother. So the adults come outside, the children are there, they see Mary, and there's three different phases then of the Pont Main apparition. And basically in each phrase, a different sentence appears in the sky. So it wasn't a spoken message, it was a written message around the Blessed Mother. But pray, my children, God will hear you in time. My son allows himself to be touched. And when I think we hear those words, but pray, my children, well, that's a good reminder to us that we should be praying and we are praying. And and in my book, A Lenten Journey with Mother Mary, I actually use the Pope Main apparition to say, like, how do I approach prayer? Do I approach prayer believing that God hears my prayers, that God listens to me? And so God will hear you in time. So we persevere in our prayer. And right now in the middle of COVID-19 and the pandemic, well, we're persevering in prayer. We're praying that God will will put an end to the coronavirus, that all will be healed, that that life can go back to the way it was, that that this will be over. And we keep praying then, my son allows himself to be touched. It's a very heartwarming message. And you know what they say? They say that the troops, as they were encroaching upon Pont May in France, that they couldn't go any further and they turned around. They never went through that little village. And soon the Franco-Prussian War was over. That's the story of Pont Maine. And that's the story that as you share that song, people are going to look it up and they're going to find it and they're going to learn it and they're going to be amazed at what God has done through the Blessed Virgin Mary. Absolutely. it's It was a beautiful, very heartwarming story that I had never heard before either. Anna, enough talking about Pont Maine and your song, Hope for the Hopeless. Why don't we give it a listen? Oh, Mary, my mother, I kneel before you with a heavy heart. The burdens of my sins oppress me. The knowledge of my weakness discouraging 
I am beset by my fears and temptations, yet I am so attached to the things of this world that instead of longing for heaven, I dread the thought of death.
let me tell you a story about Pontmain. I was in a, I was in France on a little personal pilgrimage, rented a car, drove all around, went to different places, and we go to Pontmain. And first of all, the schedule had to be changed, and I was just with three or four other friends. We changed our schedule because I was on a research trip. We couldn't get to the city I needed to go to research because of protests. The highways were shut down, and it just was impossible. So we said, well, I guess we just move everything up on our trip, and we go uh, we go right away uh, to Pont-Maine. And so we drove through the night. We get to Pont-Maine. It's like 4 o'clock in the morning. We don't have a hotel room, so we're actually sleeping in the car. And uh, we're sleeping outside of a bakery <laughs> and uh, just <laughs> waiting for Pont Main and the village to open up and to go in and all of this stuff. And it was it was a pretty crazy experience. And Pont Main is a huge basilica. And unfortunately, you know, one of the things I asked myself when I was there, I said, wow, this church is so big. I wonder if they ever fill it. You know, is there such a need for the church like that today? And, you know, which is sad. And you hope that Our Lady and her apparition and that story never is forgotten and that people will be a pilgrim people and that they will go to visit Pontmain and to learn this beautiful story. Now, you also mentioned uh, Our Lady of the Poor, the Virgin of the Poor, and that's from Bonneau, Belgium. And I've also been to that little shrine and the little girl uh, that saw the Blessed Mother was a girl named Mariette Becco. And Mariette Becco sees Mary outside. She's looking out the window. She sees the Blessed Mother. She tells her mom, her dad, they're anti-Catholic. They're like communists. They don't really accept it. And now Borang, Belgium, had just finished a few days earlier, 14, 15 days earlier, and now you have another girl claiming apparitions. And so people are like, she's a copycat. She's just saying that she saw the Blessed Mother. You know, she didn't really see her. But then the apparitions go on and Mariette Becco is led to a spring of water, much like Lourdes. And if you look at the statue of Our Lady of Bonneau, it looks like the Lourdes image. And uh, she's a little skinnier. But she's got the blue sash. She takes Mariette and says, this, this spring of water is reserved for the healing of the nations. And that's the story of Bono, Belgium. And to this day, the virgin of the poor, the poor financially sure, the poor spiritually go there and they encounter the prayers of Mary. And one of the neat things about um, about being in Bono when I was there, they've prayed the rosary Every day at seven o'clock since the apparition, every day in that little place, the rosary has always been prayed. And hmm. one of the things I picked up as I listened to them pray the, the rosary was that they added the word pauvre in front of Peshar. So Santa Marie uh, Priya Pornu, pauvre Peshar. And so they add that, I think, pray for us poor sinners because Mary is the virgin of the poor. Mm -hmm. And now on your CD, you have the Hail Mary in French. And I believe that as you sing that rendition, you actually also include Pauvre Pachar. And in some French customs, that's how they pray the rosary. In other contexts, they don't. But what inspired you to pray the Hail Mary in French for the CD? So that's a good question. Um, I last year had planned 
to be going on a, a pilgrimage to France this year. It was supposed to be in September of this year. Um, obviously, that was canceled due to COVID. But since I was going to be doing a pilgrimage in France, I thought it would be beautiful to include a song in French while I'm singing in France. So I thought, um, why not the Hail, Ma Hail Mary <laughs> in French? So I Googled it. And, uh, and um, beautiful. I had a friend tutor me on how to speak it because I'm I'm Italian. I'm not French. Didn't know didn't know how to how to. So now, as it turns out, uh, I'll be hosting another pilgrimage to France next year. And uh, Father Edward knows about this too because he's going to be joining me along with Michael O'Neill. So yes. we're going to be yeah, we're going to be hosting a pilgrimage next. October to France through Nativity Pilgrimage. And Father, I think you have the dates in front of you. October 18th through the 27th. That's going to be our little tour of France. We're going to go and we're going to visit a lot of the Catholic places, many of the Marian apparitions. We're going to visit Lourdes. We're going to visit Leilao. We're going to visit La Salette, I believe. Uh, we are going uh, to Lisieux and to Paris, of course. Lots and of the Pontmain, Pontmain, mm -hmm. yes, yeah, to that apparition mm -hmm. that we spoke in depth about. Lots of different places, and then we also know that people love Fatima, and people might want to go to Fatima. And there's an extension then, um, from the 27th to the 30th, to go to Fatima if you feel so inclined. So excited about this! I've been to France, um, but it was just a few days, and now. It, to go and visit all of these amazing Marian shrines and, you know, being that father, you'll be with us and Michael O'Neill as well. We'll, we'll, we'll be able to mass every day. And um, we'll also be doing a couple of events while we're out there. So we'll do stories and songs um, while we're out there. So it's going to be definitely a very unique and beautiful experience. Definitely. And I am most looking forward to going to Leilao, which is an apparition from the 1600s. Uh, in France, and then also to La Salette. Uh, I look forward to going there. And I hear La Salette is absolutely beautiful. It's in the Alps, in the in the mountains in the Alps. And so it's going to be a wonderful trip, a pilgrimage. We pray it happens. We hope that COVID is arrested by then and under control and contained and that travel like this will be able to take place so that we can go back on pilgrimage, that we can go and see these holy places of our Catholic faith. When we talked about the French Hail Mary, I couldn't help but think that maybe one of the reasons you chose to sing the Hail Mary in France, not only because of the pilgrimage, but many of those apparitions took place in France. Rue de Bac, the Miraculous Medal, Lourdes, France, Pont-Maine, Laos, La, La Salette, you know, all of these different Marian apparitions. Yes. All it's took true. Place in there are so many. Yes, yes, they have. And even in and, Belgium, um, they speak French. Yes, yes. So that that is a good point. And um, in thinking about France, I can't help but think about um, the Notre Dame that now is, you know, no longer. I don't think they're allowing people inside. I don't know if at this point what state of the reconstruction is or what they're doing do you happen to know i don't i don't believe they're allowing people in unless like 
you're a cardinal or a dignitary or something like that. But mm-hmm. um, I remember that day being called by Relevant Radio to do a live broadcast with them, with Sheila Venus that day. And Drew. Mir- I think I was on with Drew Mariani. I-, I did a few different shows that day as we really unpacked what we were seeing and helping people because Notre Dame was such an iconic place. And so mm-hmm. to do that breaking news coverage. Yeah. I'm thankful I was able to, you know, visit that last time I was there. Yeah, for me, I wish I would have greater appreciated it. You know, it's one of those things Mm -hmm. where had you known this was going to happen, then I probably would have paid more close attention. I would have maybe taken more pictures. I would have prayed more. I don't know. You know, it's Mm -hmm. just one of those things where looking back, it's like, oh, I didn't appreciate that as much as I should have. Absolutely. So before I let you go, Anna, one of the things I always do with guests is that I do their Marion profile. And it's just a series of rapid fire questions that you can respond to. And maybe we'll dialogue a little bit. We'll see uh, how the spirit moves us. But a favorite title for the Blessed Mother that you have? Our Lady of Hope. How about a Marian sacramental that you make use of? The Rosary. How about a prayer? So, of course, there are lots of different Marian prayers. The Hail Mary, which is the first half scriptural. There are other prayers like the Memorari, other prayers written by the saints. Do you have a favorite Marian prayer? The Memorari is my favorite. I thought maybe you would say that consecration prayer that you put to music, but no, the Memorari. Mm, The Memorari. Mm -hmm. People struggle praying the rosary. Do you have a tip that has helped you so that you can help others pray the rosary better? Um, yes. So I struggle praying with it alone. Sometimes I prefer to pray with it, pray it with someone else. And so there are audio podcasts, CDs of people praying the rosary and you can pray along with them. Um, and for example, Father Chris Alar and I recorded a rosary CD last year and you can just download that or go to the Shrine's website and order one or order one for me, but you can pray along with Father Chris Alar and myself. And I just feel more, it feels more communal. Um, So that's the tip I would give. And we have a friend, Kevin Matthews, uh, who did a rosary as well through an app called Broken Mary. And I often find myself, uh, especially on a drive, pulling up his app and using his app. But using audio CDs, I think, is a very valuable resource to help us to, to stay on rhythm and on pace with the rosary and not to get too distracted. The, mm-hmm. Bl- mm-hmm. The, the Blessed Mother appears many times in sacred scripture. We meet her in the Gospel of St. Luke. She's a part of Jesus's ministry. Do you have any Marian passage or words of Mary that she spoke in the scriptures that mean something to you? Yes. Actually, at the crucifixion, when Jesus was dying on the cross and he says to John, behold your mother and mother, behold your son. That to me is um, a huge part of, of my devotion to the Blessed Mother when he gave us all his mother is our mother. Beautiful. And you wrote a song called Mary, My Mother, right? Yes, yes. And that's the theme song for um, the Shalom World TV program of the same name. Mm -hmm. 
We already talked about this, a favorite Marian apparition. Would you say it's Pope Maine or the Virgin of the Poor, or is there a different one? Um, I would say it's probably, oh, I love them all so much. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to say Pope Maine. Mm-hmm. And I don't think a lot of people would say Pont Maine would be their favorite Marian apparition. So that's marvelous and that's great. It's unique. So um, there's lots of different Marian shrines throughout the world. Uh, is there a shrine to Mary that you've visited that left an impression on you or one that you hope to visit soon? So, well, I haven't visited many, but um, I have visited the shrine in Champion, Wisconsin. And that's very special to me because that is my home state. This is where I live. And it's um, it's three hours north of me, near you, Father Edward. But all the, the miraculous healings that take place there and the whole story of of the the fire and how the people were saved in the church and that's um that's a very special apparition to me there are lots of books about the blessed virgin mary saints have written books about mary i've written books about mary our friend marge fenlin has written books about mary is there a marian book that you would recommend to listeners you know what and i'm not just saying this because it's you but i love your book a heart like mary um I think people of all ages can fall in love with the Blessed Mother through that book and learn how to love the way she does. It's, and it's an easier read. It's not a huge book. Um, I highly recommend that one. And I know that you also really appreciate Father Michael Gately's 33 Days to Morning Glory, that you've done that. And actually, you yeah. collaborated with Father Gately at a few different retreats that he did and sang music mm -hmm. for them. So I know that that also made an impression upon you. And lastly, how about a favorite Marian song? So you're a singer, of course, you write songs, but when you go to mass on the Assumption or on Mary, Mother of God, or the Immaculate Conception, what Marian song do you hope they sing? Immaculate Mary. <laughs> well, beautiful. I love that song. Mm -hmm. Well, great. You know, Anna, it was so great to have you on this podcast, How They Love Mary, because you are the voice of How They Love Mary, always singing How They Love Mary. And <laughs> it was great to talk to you about this new project of Pray For Us, Virgin Mother and Queen, the songs of Mary's apparitions, about the pilgrimage that's coming up. And I also know that you're going to be doing a live concert in the Milwaukee area. You live in Kenosha. It's going to be at your home parish in Kenosha. But, you know, someone listening in New York might say, I'm not going to go to Kenosha for a concert. But isn't the good news that it's going to be live streamed on Facebook? And so people can come to your concert online if they really wanted, couldn't they? Yes, yes. So we're very excited. It's going to be Saturday, November 7th at 7 p.m. So 11-7 at 7 p.m. And they can watch it on the St. Anne Catholic Church Facebook page, St. Anne's. And we are located in Pleasant Prairie, Wisconsin. So the church, the concert will be inside the sanctuary. We will have other musicians from our parish joining me as well as some other musicians playing other songs as well it'll just be a nice way to all come together socially distance and, and praise our lord through the blessed mother and ask her to pray for us 
Pray for us. That's yes. right. So beautiful. Well, I'll post a link to the St. Anne Facebook page in the show notes so that people can like it and follow it and all the other information about you. Because where do you live on the internet? Where can people find you and learn more about what you're doing? They can find me at annanuzo.com. So A-N-N-A-N-U-Z-Z-O.com or on Facebook, Anna Nuzo Music Ministry. I hope they'll check you out. I hope they'll get their copy of Pray For Us, Virgin Mother and Queen. And will it be available on Spotify or on Apple Music? Yes. Or people can find it all there too? Yes. So just like my other albums, um, it will be available everywhere online for streaming and downloading. It takes a little bit longer for that. Um, It might um, not be ready for maybe a week or two here, but... I do have the actual CDs, and they can order them through me, through my website. Well, great. And thanks so much, Anna, for joining me today and for sharing your music with us that we heard earlier uh, during the show. Thank you for having me, Father. Always such a pleasure. You have been listening to the podcast, How They Love Mary. I hope that this podcast has either been the beginning or the deepening of your Marian devotion. You can follow me, Father Edward Looney, on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at the handle at FR Edward Looney. If you don't mind, please leave a review of this podcast. Please rate it on Apple Podcasts on whatever platform you listen. Share this podcast also on your social media if you don't mind. Until next time, let's remain united in prayer to Jesus through Mary. God bless. Mm-hmm.